But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Like, uh, it's minus 500 that it's Ashley. Good morning, everybody. And yes, Ash, I said that you were first over here. We're taking bets because we didn't see it yet. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Chop Sports Show right here on a football Friday. Coming to you live from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru studio right here in Matawan in New Jersey. Sturch, Gooch, Wrestling Rob behind the glass. We hope you guys are doing well out there. We hope you enjoyed Thursday night football. I know uh, it finally delivered a little something. Some wasn't that bad. Um, a lot of points. Uh, they said, here's your over. Shove it. I think uh, the Cardinals covered the over by themselves. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then, of course, late night last night, we get the news about a blockbuster trade. As soon as I went, I literally went to my, like, I went to roll over to plug my phone in. Me too. To go to bed. And I was like, all right, good. The night's over. I'm going to sleep. The Yankees already lost. Like, let me let me just get into this. And it was like, CMC trade. I'm like, Jesus. All right, so there is a blockbuster trade to get into in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, anyway, first we'll get into the Patreon. If you guys want to contribute and help out Chop Sports right now, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. Three, five, ten dollar variation based off of uh, the support we got last night for the break buds. It was a, a fun, fantastic time. I had a great time. Uh, doing the whole behind-the-scenes thing. Rob was here. You guys are obviously doing your thing, too. <laughs> you guys are doing your thing, too, as if, like, you're not the host of the show. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, man. I won myself. An- I should have brought it in. Another signed, autographed Dallas Cowboys memorabilia. This is not fixed by any stretch, guys. I have never I won if I was going to fix it, don't you think I would not give Dave a bunch of shit? I even I said at give- the end. I said, I don't, like, at the end, I think it was one of the last items. I was like, I don't want to win. I'm borderline disappointed at this point because I can't, not that I'm hating on you, but it's like I've been ripping I, this shit and keeping the Packers and taking a you hit. You got a full-size Jordan Love hit. That wasn't – that was just gifted by Joe. That's Joe doing that on the Oh, road. that wasn't – I wasn't present for that. I didn't – I did watch the video because he sent it to me. But I – you know, so Joe handles that well where huh. I was still surprised by it. But, okay. but I didn't get to pull – I didn't actually rip a Packer anything yet. Okay. I, I'm the kind of guy who thinks like – there's never gonna be a cowboy thing in there. There's never. Uh, there's, it's like it's gonna be Texans or Jack. Well, like I think like that in my head. Apparently, yeah, apparently, there's a lot of night? cowboys hits in those things. So I, I I'm lucking out in that regard. I saw um, someone pull CD Lamb two days before that. That's I was gonna I say was I the big eight eight came out and I was like, oh my god, it's a Lamb. Oh my god, may, maybe it's a Des Bryant. Oh my god, maybe it's Irvin. Turned out to be the original Once OG eighty eight. You know you're good with the Cowboys. Oh, exactly. Right? It was one of That's three fast, people, four people. And shout out to Nick because he bought in on the Bills on the the triple break, the triple memorabilia break, and on his random team he got the Chargers, and we pulled the mini uh, lunar eclipse. That's a beautiful helmet. Justin too. Herbert signed. That's like a three hundred four hundred dollar hit. Right couldn't there. believe it. Yeah. That was like the second thing we pulled. <laughs> no, so it's like, it was good. It was a, a good. The I guess the, the one, the dud, not even, is it a dud when you pull a Simeon Rice autograph Bucks jersey? I don't think is so. Is that a dud Super to you? Super Bowl champ, right? I think he won next to, I think he was lined up next to Warren Sapp. I'm, we all I'm, Sapp. We all you're, did, If you're right? asking me, me dud. Yeah. I'm, even that I'm Hall of Famer. Uh, I'll call it like it is. Wins are wins and losses are losses. Look, you take anything you could get. The coolest looking item was the Rich Gannon helmet. That, that, that retro so or Kyle, that of, of reverse, Kyle whatever it's called. Up again, yeah, Kyle as went usual, nuts But again. Kyle, Kyle's, you know, 
keeping the ship afloat. I was going to say, he's buying them all, so it's not like we're just handing over spots. Uh, Scoop says Simeon Rice over the Winston jersey. The Winston jersey was cool, too, though. I love the Winston jersey. <laughs> See, I don't know. Like, I'm, I have I guess personal, recency bias. I like Jameis Winston a lot. So I yeah. think Jameis Winston has this, like, cult fan base that has nothing to do with what team he's playing for. Gooch it's, has a badge on Instagram. It's, like, super fan. It, like, yeah, shows follow, every time I he's on. I follow him, and I just love his workouts. <laughs> you ever watch his workouts? <laughs> that doesn't sound weird at all. Uh, but anyway, great success. Great success. Great. Um, uh, for the break buds last night. So if you missed the entire video, Rob said before, right before we started live, that he uh, rewatched it. And um, you're, there's a lot of gems in there as far as uh, little one-liners. Go watch it. It's now, I moved you up. It's now the Moj, it's the uh, the Chop Sports Show is the top bar of our YouTube, followed by Moj, uh, your guys, the oh, break buds. You've been so upgraded to the second spot. So much spot. fun. Dave, I, I can't even believe it. Who do I thank? <laughs> Me, obviously, because I did it. Thanks, uh, so you can find those shows all uploaded on our YouTube channel, there this very YouTube there channel. There's Joe. There, and there's Joe. Welcome Morning, the boys. Party, Joey Morning to, uh, yeah, Kyle won the helmet, the Vikings helmet, big time. I Rob, did. get, what does that say? Get, I'm going to go in there and do, do Joe a favor right <laughs> after this show. I'm going to change the Sports Card Collective to Break Buds so you, you could be a little more easily identified. We got to update that logo, buddy. Yeah, and that's the logo that was on your uh, the stream yard last night, too. Sports Card Collective. Was that the original plan? That's, a, that's the original name of the brand of what, before that you went break not, I know, Kyle. I told them, and they think it's it's a, it's a it's a bad beat. That's what I said. I'd say. It was, I just said it was. I was. I'm on your side. <laughs> I think. It was, any, can we talk I about Kyle's video done. for a second? <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Evil. It's the Bro. greatest thing I've ever seen. Actually, <laughs> no, 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 no. I should have fucking clipped it and put it. He's on. like, Mister Biggles, it's the, so freaking cold in here. When he I'm does dying. the when he does the pinky thing, it's like he's. It looks like he's like trying to do it so bad. Bro, it's almost the best part about it is it's like you could. It's still the sauce, you know. It's it's, it's he's tra- so he's doing his best funny, to be uh, Doctor Evil, but when when Sauce and Powers comes in, and that's what seals the deal. He was telling me about this the other day, and I didn't. I thought it was going to be like a Halloween thing, like that weekend. The next day, I see Kyle dressed up, fucking Austin Powers. <laughs> it's amazing. Classic, anyway, classic, classic. To yes, the moon. and there was some uh, Sauce Network to the Moon. With fantastic. Yes, yes. I, it, there is something involved with Madden soon. Uh, my buddy Mike, who is uh, so amazing gaming NJ, um, he's a big, big time Madden guy. He's actually, tr- believe it or not, this is how crazy e-gaming has gotten. He's training people yeah. on how to play Madden well. Like he's, it's almost as if people are going to like training camp with Mike to learn how to play Madden. And I, for the l- longest time, I thought I was the best Madden player going and then like you actually play online like it's like seven-year-olds yeah, in germany and they smoke you and, and i'm just like i playbook. hate my life <laughs> i have they, no i have no business picking up the sticks they, ever again there is literally people on like twitter that describe themselves as professional digital wrestlers and they like professional digital wrestlers yes dude. what does that even mean they're they make like a, they're good at smackdown they make a character and like they you could play online <sighs> now with people so they have like main events and they tell storylines and they they have like 15,000 followers. See, it doesn't make you nuts. What, what about the one video we watched a couple months back <laughs> with the guys just, just taking like Ken Barbie and like another and just wrestling in a ring and making storylines. And like, we're like, this is so dumb. But then like two minutes in, we're like, well, what happens next? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who, who's wrestling in the next match? I want to know. 200,000 followers. Right. Man. Exactly. It's so stupid. You anyway, guys, you guys should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying it was one time we're in the other room. You know, you know, we stumbled across that because I think we were looking for results of a pay-per-view yeah. and we typed it in the search and that was the first thing Look, that came up. I thought up. you guys were kind of kidding. No, no we're dead no. ass serious. <laughs> 
terrible. Guys, you didn't have to put this. Out oh there, my man. god, Bro, Scoop says I watched Yo, you guys Marble Race. You, you, you guys are giving you guys are giving me Scoop vibes right now. No, Scoop's coming in saying he's watching Marble Race. Major Scoop vibes coming from Sturch and Rob. Oh god. Anyway. Imagine getting your scholar, uh, college scholarship to play. Bro, that's going to be ha- that's going to happen I, listen, for the next ten years. I'm not. I, if that was the case, then I then I dropped the ball and I stopped getting in, involved in Madden in 2020. When you Call of Duty, school. I got into that and then I started doing that stupid shit. And then then I, I, I we started the business. And like every time I have a free minute, I'm zonked, passed out on my couch. There's just not enough time in the day. Anywho, Gooch, we got some update skis going on here. Um, Let's do the old rundown brought to you by today yeah, as uh, Absolute Eyewear. $100 off if you say Chop Sports at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge. They'll give you $100 off frames and lens a scoop. I'm wondering, did you even go get your sunglasses? Question mark. If not, I'm going to go cop them. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so the rundown that wasn't. We don't really have much of a rundown today, boys. This is Football Friday. It's Lean Friday, so we're going to get right to the stuff that's important. We did talk about a little bit of that trade before. We're, we're certainly going to break that down. Do you want to do that right after this little <laughs> fake rundown, or do you want to do that for the 49er game? We'll do it right after the, the Yankees. Okay, the Yankees huh, The Yankees <laughs> suck. Or still. lack thereof, Yankees. Um, I don't know that the Yankees suck. It was really painful to hear the who's your daddy chant in Houston yesterday, but <clears> that's what makes me love sports because when and if we ever do get over that hump and beat the Astros, it's certainly not going to be this year, but if we can next year or well, the year after. Well, can I – can I pour, not pour cold water? Can I be a little optimistic here? No. Why? You think it's over, over? Yes. You, do you notice how the, the the pitching though was was kind of slated against us going forward? Verlander got game one. Homeboy got it game two. Whoever that guy was. <laughs> Framber. I know who he is. I'm just not giving him any credit. He's his twelfth um, postseason start. I know he's he's, he's very, very good, good at baseball and he's a good pitcher. But what I will say is games three and four are back in the Bronx and it's Garrett Cole and and our boy Nestor. So, who's to say we can't just take the next two? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I'm, I'm I'm not rooting against it, to be right. I could promise you that. But Yankees are not really too promising right now. They haven't hit. I don't know. You're, you're going to get hot with the bats. Riz, Rizzo's batting like 210. He's their best hitter right now. I don't know, man. It, um, it's 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 tough to watch. But, hey, I'll be there for it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the, Lakers, the Lakers saying, still suck. Uh, oh, what? Go ahead. What do you think about Boone saying that it's kind of that he felt like it was kind of weird that the thing was open because they never <laughs> really open it. It's like, I, it's grasping a straw. It's like kind of like when the uh, Buck Shaw Walter was like, yo, his ears look shiny. You know, it's just like this. They're looking for horrible excuses at this point. Uh, yeah. If that's really what he said, I didn't listen to that, yeah. but if that's what he said, if anybody had, that's if anybody really had bad. the gumption to sit there and watch any post game yesterday after the loss that we, we experienced, I, don't uh, know. I turned I mean, that like, shit right. You're a better off. man than me. I could not. Yeah, no, I wasn't about to listen. Boone, I've heard enough. I just want to see them hit the ball at this point. If they can't, the pitching, it's not even on the pitching, you know, and Severino's comments were a little out of, le- out of pocket. I don't really agree with those. What do you say now? He said I, something I, about, Pullman it put was something essentially out there about too. like, He's throwing people under the bus, but whatever. Well, who? What are you talking about? The lineup. Our lineup? Yeah. He's saying something about our lineup. I don't have the quote, so don't exactly quote me, but it was definitely one of those Astros to hate. The Yankees got to get over that hump, and if I was an Astros fan, sure as shit, bet your bottom dollar, I would be chanting, who the fuck is your daddy in that crowd last night? 100%. So, I mean, they got to have the right gotta to do, do something so. Better. They got to they gotta, they gotta hit the ball. They have to, yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, it is what it is. Look. Yankees get back to uh, playing baseball tomorrow. Uh, I believe oh, he four- said it was a lucky home run. Eh, no big deal. I mean, he said he delivered it right down the middle, too. He said it was a good pitch. So that means a good batter 
good hitter so he will hit a good talking, pitch. So he wasn't talking shit. I completely misinterpreted Ken Paulman's post. Shocker. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, he's all over. Hey, guess what, Ken? Rent free, dog. The Yankees are rent free in your head while your Mets are sitting home. Stop it. Just enough is enough, dude. Anywho, it's like as bad as Rube, but I actually like Rube. <laughs> all right, anyway, let's get into um, the trade that happened last night, right? So the game's over. We'll talk about the game in a second. Um, but the game's over. We get that update at the end of the night. CMC's been traded two, three, four next year. Uh, I believe a four in 2024 or a three in 2024. Um, so a lot of draft capital, four picks. So, Gooch, justified? And uh, you say what? Uh, the trade? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what, the trade what, is justified. Is there something happening? <laughs> I was just reading. I, you know, we're good. Or, yeah. Nobody listened to me in that chat. Sorry, Ash. We haven't listened. We haven't got actually. Before you get into that, just sidebar, when you were here and there was an old Taylor Swift song playing in the morning when we were here at fucking seven, I was like, how are you listening to the classics when the new album and you're just like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, it was we're not ready for the new I album. I can't dive into the Midnight's album just yet, but <laughs> make no mistake about it, at around noon today, I'm going to pop it in. As soon as this game's over, uh, this, this show's over, where it's all over the, the entire studio. Anyway, so the trade, justified, they, they trade off four picks. To the Carolina, uh, to the San Francisco, to the Carolina Panthers for Christian McCaffrey, who again touted as one of the better running backs in the league when healthy. They're going all in. They're doing the Rams approach right now. They add a superstar. The San Francisco 49ers, and I looked up and down that roster. I'm like, okay, cool. Where's your weakness? It's like my brother's fantasy team at this point. I was like, where is your weakness at this point? Like, is it Jimmy G? Or can he just be the, the game manager of game managers? To me, this just one, and I'll say it now, it's October, late October. But this just won the, the 49ers, the NFC West. They're taking the NFC West. Mm. I don't give a shit. What the, mean, Ram, the Rams I, right now look abysmal. The Seattle Seahawks ain't doing it. You can't tell is. me that a big game out of Kyler Murray yesterday was going to prove to everybody that the Cardinals are back. The 49ers are going to wipe the floor with the NFC West. I'm telling you right now. Because who's going to stop them? And they got the best defense in the league? I think what? that there's, there's probably the odds-on favorite to do so. But... They really, you know, there's there is still weaknesses because they still can't stretch the field no matter what you do out of the back. Do you have to? Not typically most of the time with that team, but that has been their Achilles heel. They haven't gotten over the hump, you know. So winning the division, if that's the goal, fine. I think no, the 49ers, the goal, I think the 49ers should be in the driver's seat to win that division. I think that they were potentially in the driver's seat to win that division before the trade. So Kyle saying Jimmy G is the weakness. And yes, he's probably if you look up and down that yeah, offensive is defensive the roster. He is the lowest, probably that's the low but hanging will, fruit of who to blame. I will say, you know, Jimmy G, it plays to his strengths to have this check down game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is the ultimate uh, weapon in the screen game. I think that there's a potential that they light it up offensively, even though in spite of Jimmy G, because of what Christian McCaffrey is able to do in space, I think it helps and it takes Debo out of the backfield, keeps him a little bit healthier. It certainly opens things up for George Kittle because now a linebacker really has to key on McCaffrey out of the backfield. Not that they didn't have to focus on the backs as it was, but I really think Kittle's going to be a beneficiary more so than anybody. Yes. And IU, because everybody knows about Debo. Everybody knows Christian McCaffrey, but who are the other guys that are really talented players in that 49er offense that Jimmy G has confidence in and has mm -hmm. trusted? So Ayuk last year in the second half, he ate. And Kittle, uh, you know, they have the experience and the rapport. I think it opens things up for him more so than anybody for sure gotcha 49ers are a better team now no so doubt now you it. look at the Panthers which now all rumors are saying now swirling around the Twitterverse that no matter what DJ Moore will be dealt before the trade deadline which I believe is in a week um so 
this is obviously the Panthers are waving the, the, the white flag. We're done. It's over. We're out, right? The fire mat rule, rebuild time, stock, you know, start stocking, stockpiling draft picks and draft capital, which again, that's what every rebuilding team does. But now DJ Moore, like he's in flux right now. I think no matter where he goes, it's it will benefit his career dramatically. Yeah, I mean, unless being, he's shipped off to like stuck Seattle in or Carolina, like where they're obviously waving the white flag. Baker comes back, and is that supposed to be the savior? Baker's it's it essentially means that they're signing Baker. Is Baker signed after this year? He's just signed a one year deal, right? He was traded for, so that's still on his Browns deal, which but it is wasn't still extended, the so option year. So, yeah, no, he's he's ready to go. He's out. Yeah, so Baker's on I mean, his I'm going to double confirm that, but I think he's out. Um, Sam Darnold is also most likely on his way out. P.J. Walker ain't going to last. Same situation. But Carolina's going to be picking high in the draft, if not first overall. So they'll have, they'll have a talented player at the quarterback position, but they're going to be surrounded by nobody because the report already came out that D.J. Moore is expected to be traded. It's not like speculation. He's going somewhere. Where he ends up is another question, but I would imagine that no team really will get involved and give up capital in the draft unless they're a contender. Who's going to want to coach that team, too, man? Like, who? Yeah, Any, Baker Mayfield is an uh, unrestricted money. free agent next year. He's out of the league. You give a coach an <laughs> if opportunity you don't make it to get the one pick. There's, there's an but attraction. That, yeah, but there's nobody over there right now. Yeah. Think about that. But getting the one pick and having a chance to build something, you, you obviously – it's not a bad job because you get a little bit longer of a leash. I hope so. When they're you have they're the like first an expansion pick, team You're expected again. to be a bad team. But look what the Dolphins did a couple of years back. They completely emptied the clip. They had nobody. They really did. They, they traded drafted, away everybody. Drafted, 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 and they got ahead of a rebuild very quick, very quickly. So I'm wondering. It's not that hard in the, in the NFL anymore. You got to get a good coach that's going to make them buy in. Now, coach, ready for this? I'm wondering. I'm wondering. And if, a good quarterback. If they pick one and that quarterback lands. Well, that's the thing. It's all about coaches' philosophy. Next year's draft. For the Panthers, we'll have a brand new head coach, so yeah. it's going to be who he wants yes. on this team. So it's it's really if they pull somebody from college, maybe that guy that college guy says, "Yo, I'm bringing my guy." Lamar's a free agent. Lamar, Lamar will be a free agent too. If they didn't resign him yet either, it I also mean, depends on it depends on the cloud the coach is bringing. If he's some young guy that's getting his first opportunity, he might not have a say in who they pick. That's and, what I mean. And, and honestly, I hate that. And honestly, what ends up happening in a lot of these situations is. One of the players dictates that because they separate themselves from the rest. So it's like, all right, it doesn't matter who I like. He's the one, and we'll work with that because he's mm. clearly the best. When you have that, like Trevor Lawrence, he was getting picked first by anybody. It didn't matter if somebody liked someone else more. The front office was going to step in and say, hey, hey, hey. Was no, no, no. Trevor Lawrence technically an Urban Meyer pick? Yes, right? Yeah. Was he, he was coaching already, so it was his pick. Yeah, but that pick was in – before they even played the national championship game, like they might as well sent their pick in and said, yeah, we're taking him. So you, so think, that, you think that's a situation right now? Second. Uh, yeah. You think that's a situation right now where if Carolina finishes with the number one overall pick, it's like, by the way, guys, we're getting Bryce Young and shut up. We're doing it. Like well, it could be him or CJ Stroud. Whoever. I'm well, saying yeah, like the, whoever the guy at is. the end of the no, college season, point. whoever the number one guy is. Yeah. I'm sure the media will do a good job of, of pitting them two against each other and having one not create separation, mm. you know, in the eye of the public. But the, it, uh, it's a different GM's game when we're talking I about agree with NFL Rube, scouts. They the don't way. give a shit what Mel Kuyper says, even though Mel Kuyper. Ta, 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 ta. Mel Kuyper's not as <laughs> bad as people say he is. He's actually, as guys get older in the media, it's like they become more tolerable because you just feel I mean, bad. <laughs> what's like, Mel Kuyper doing? Is he predicting who's going to get picked? Where that's a very low probability rate. He's essentially just researching and giving you information on players. Everybody uses Mel Kuyper's info 
He's, he's, know losing, know. he's losing a little clout. There are guys, McShay, and like guys like that. Todd, McShay Todd sucks <laughs> too. And when it no, comes I to like predict- McShay. I like him but, a lot. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't suck. Just I'm not saying like that. It. Listen, they're like the weatherman. You're paying them millions of dollars. They're like, well, it looks like rain. And then like the sun comes out. And you're they like, all, what a guy. Fire at, that guy. He doesn't know at, what he's talking about. They all suck at predicting who's going to land where because Agreed. who the fuck doesn't. And they're good at doing their research or whoever is doing their research for them. Yeah. <laughs> and let's be honest nfl Casey, scouts suck man. too most picks don't land we shall see we shall see so that's the trade and uh before we get into last night's game and the rest of the week seven leans i do want to let you guys know that this show is being brought to you in part by richard lucas chevrolet and subaru over in woodbridge new jersey avenel if you're really being specific right there on route one uh go see my guys george who is the 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 head honcho over at uh lucas chevrolet and of course my boy greg who's running things over at um, Subaru. So go check those guys out. Great new lineup over there. Leases, uh, brand new or used. They got a lot of inventory over there. I was there for an oil change with you when we saw a massive truck pull in with like just like a plethora of brand new uh, inventory. So go check those guys out if you're in the market and tell them Chop Sports sent you. Um, of course, the Picket app, which we got texted yesterday asking how that's going. And I said, hey, man, we're telling people about it. The Picket app is pretty cool, man. It's uh, like I said, if you guys are gamblers, like all of us, are here on the show not gamblers but you know what i mean like we bet we we do the spreads and gamblers. stuff we, we are, all right we we're, gambler. we're gambler. fine i'm, ga- I'm a gambler gamblers. whatever yeah. not like a degenerate by any stretch but like i, I do no, dabble no, okay my units are 10 bucks <laughs> you know what i mean but it's it's very small but um the picket app is a great way to track all that stuff they actually link all your sports books so if you use FanDuel or DraftKings or anywhere bet mgm all those things, it links it all together, shows your overall record. You could compete against other people or start piggybacking off of other people's bets. So I would definitely get involved with the Picket app. Use Shop Sports as the code. Uh, Hater Fantasy Sports, go check those guys out. They have a brand new game this week. Um, Hawaii Mike is the reigning defending champion of all champions over there. He just keeps winning shit. So Hater Fan, he's like mastering. He's going to be the CEO eventually of Hater Fantasy Sports. HaterFantasySports.com. And, of course, our friends down the hall over at Lowell's who just made a brand new sign. It's like every time those girls are in the house, I kind of ask them nonchalantly for a new sign and they just print it out and they make it. And there's now we got stickers everywhere. Uh, So we got a brand new one right outside the door at Chop Studios. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. So with that, going into week number seven, 
after last night's results, who the Cardinals beat the Saints, we're looking at records of... Did we all take the Cardinals? We all took the Cardinals. Yeah. The Gooch is a top dog at 49 and 47. I'm two games behind him at 47 and 49. Rob gets a win last night, 38 and 58. And of course, Anthony, Tooth Anthony is seven and one. He stepped out today, uh, but he'll be back here on Monday to celebrate. Uh, but he's seven and one. So we start with last night's game. Again, it delivered as far if you're looking for scoring and you bled the over, sure. Then you excite you were excited. The problem was we didn't know who was going to suit up a quarterback until about four o'clock. We found out that Andy Dalton was the guy. Figured right then and there, it was like, all right, writing's on the wall. The, the Cardinals should get right wearing. They're all blacks. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a different feel for the Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins goes off. Um, overall, I, I would say the game was good. Andy Dalton didn't do himself any favors. One of them went right through the hands of a receiver. But the Cardinals, they score 42 points. 14 of it is pick sixes. Um, they do This Eno Benjamin guy is pretty good. Like he's a he's a hard nosed runner. I believe it was Rube who early early on said he was going to be RB one uh, before the end of time, and maybe James Connor, the fat. Did you say it too? The the very first fantasy episode that we did on here, Rube probably did say it as well because he definitely knows his shit when it comes to these guys. But Eno Benjamin was a guy that I earmarked early, very early. I want to do the research <laughs> and find it. If I actually had a split second, I would find it, but I'm not gonna. I okay. want to go do that deep dive. For and me? if you also uh, bet the over on the, the many times I say plethora, um, I just slapped the over according to Jeremy Palumbo. Good morning to the liaison in the building. Um, but anyway, so to this game again, Cardinals get the win. I don't see them being contenders in the NFC. I think Kyler Murray's still very inconsistent. Um, the Saints now are two and five. Yikes. I mean, on a division where I know the Bucks are three and three. So you're looking at like, oh, we're only a game and a half back in the win combo. They're just, they don't stack up. However, I will give flowers to, uh, first of all, Juwan Johnson, <laughs> who you predicted on well, the Mojo no, no, no. show. I did not predict. That, uh, was, definitely that was an AJ, AJ thing. So AJ congratulations to AJ for making us, making us look layup. so smart. Gave me a layup on the Juwan Johnson. But, and on both episodes of the Mojo Market Report, I called him Juwan Jennings initially <laughs> both times. Today was, <laughs> may or may not have been on purpose. <laughs> just trying to go, I messed that one up. Um, but anyway, also, Chris Olave, wide receiver one. Definitely. The guy balled out last night, 14 targets, seven, uh, seven catches, uh, over 100 yards. Michael Thomas, it's almost like, yo, dude, like, I don't know. Is he ever going to get back on the field? If he does, like, is he effective? I don't know. Maybe trade his ass, too. Why not? I mean, he makes a lot of money. So might as well just. Does anybody really? Is I don't think there's a big line at the door for a Michael Thomas right now. He this just true. can't stay on the field. I can't decide if it's his calf, his ankle, his elbow, his or his head. Because he's a little bit unstable, I think. And I'm not talking shit about his mental health before anybody jumps down my throat. This guy, um, he's just a little little off his Two rocket. bad drops from Olave, yes. And like I said, he, 14 targets, only caught seven of them. So 50% catch or reception rate, I guess you can call it. I don't even know that's a thing. Um, but again, route running ability, able to get open. We, I saw him running routes yesterday that just basically by himself you know so he's doing he's doing good things for a rookie and again he did it with Andy Dalton so imagine with him with Jameis Winston and or whatever the future holds for the Saints he's there you know what I mean he's there so good did yeah, you see second. um when yeah. Kyler Murray was yelling at Cliff Kingsbury he said calm the f down um a bunch of times over and over in slow motion and said calm the f down Kingsbury's a fiery dude calm you know the fuck down. <laughs> That's how did you see the ghetto gronk? They voiced oh it over. God. Obviously, they made him a chipmunk. <laughs> I didn't see that yet, but um, Calm the fuck down. <laughs> uh, Kingsbury again, these guys have known each other a long time, and like you said on the Mojo uh, Market Report this morning, because of the fact that they won the game, 
all is well. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, we're just competitive guys. You know what I mean? Like, we just love each other. Why was he telling them to calm down? He, because he probably was coming off the field, and, and you got Kingsbury screaming shit. And, and Murray was like, dude, <laughs> relax a minute. Like, you don't have to go fucking off the football, reds, baby. Let him go. Let That's it happen. If they would have lost, then we would be talking shit. But they won, so it's all good, right? If they lost that game, then they would have been. Yeah. They might have made a big deal about it. Michael Thomas, you think he's a former Ohio State quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the obsession. Anyway, let's move it on. All right, let's pick some games. Like I said, we stated the Bro, records yeah. already. Rob, you got the record yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken right. Coleman coming in with the ghetto Gronk follow up. There was like an RC racer going down the highway, <laughs> and it was Kyler Murray on his way home to, to check out the new campaign mode. <laughs> after oh the man, game. it's so bad. Dude, that's I mean, whatever writes itself. I, I get O'Gronk, one of the better followers uh, in the world. Um, anyway, let's get into the game. Starting on the local front, New York Giants at Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know why I said it like that. I felt like a robot at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, the line is it's minus three, leaning, in which time to make some leads. In which I saw something from a good friend of ours, uh, one of the OGs of the show, Steve Wolf, posted something over on Facebook, and he said. The disrespect. Do you feel like this line is disrespectful for the Giants to be five and one heading into Jacksonville? Why is this line this way? Like, are they are they waiting for that letdown game still? Are they are they pushing for it? I mean, yeah. Where's the money coming in? I know what's his, uh, his sharp money on the Jags right now. Uh, public is on the Giants. I mean, to me, I mean, it, to me, it's a no brainer. What what do you not? How do you not ride the Giants until the wheels do fall off this thing? I mean, and now you're giving me three on well, taboo. Well, well, like, like what? the idea is the same. You could apply this to the same thing as the over and on the over under yesterday, where it's like you ride until the wheels fall off, and you can. And and sometimes I apply that logic if I'm just going to say, okay, I'm playing this entire season. I'm taking the under, mm. and that's how I'm going to play Thursday nights. And you take your good with the bad, and hopefully at the end of the the season, it, it it's in your favor. You could play it that way, or you could play it this way, and it's saying when you're when you're gambling and you're a better, it's the the purpose is to identify the spot that the wheels are going to come off before anyone else identifies it so you could cash in on it. And I think that's what's happening here. I think the line is right. They're on the road. Rube the, the said Gi- what you said this morning. Giants aren't very the good. Giants the Giants suck, bro. Like, if you look at it, they're the, in the, since DVOA has been a measurable stat, the Giants are, the, are in the top three of the three worst teams ever that were 5-1 and one through six games. The Vikings are also fit into that category, which I think there's fool's gold there as well. But the Giants' defense is – Piss poor. They're 30th, right? Daniel Jones doesn't complete any passes down the, down the field. He's one of five for the season on um, passes that have traveled 20 or more yards through the air. That one was a week one touchdown to Darius Slayton. Since then, zero. The Giants don't get the ball down the field. They have Saquon, but that's literally it. They're winning on guts, and Brian Dayball really is. Brian Dayballs. He really They're winning is on his dude. balls. Like- you, you have to imagine that. I know there's some easy winnable games, and this is definitely one of them, but, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars have some talent on the off- offensive side of the ball, and the Giants' defense, it's not good. It eventually has to get exposed. Giants, de- Giants' run defense is giving up a boatload of yards every week. So this could be a Travis Etienne slash James Robinson show for sure. Yeah. So where are you going with this one? I'm going with the Jaguars. I don't even think – I mean, like this – it's a little scary because the Giants, it's, I'm, it's hard to keep on betting against this team and then keep on losing money. It makes me hate them even more. But I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to cash in on it, I think, this time. It's Jacksonville. I feel like the Giants, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you've already explained that 
DVOA and all the, the analytics and stuff are showing that the Giants are not playing good football. They're just winning games. And, and, and there's a big, big difference between that. There's teams that blow the doors off teams every week. Those are great teams. This team has been able to take advantage of the schedule right now. And look, their schedule is very, very favorable going forward. But they are not the juggernauts that everybody says they are. I'm sorry. They're just not. Um, again, I could eat my words. But I'm, I'm rolling with the Jaguars, too, at home, minus three. I, I'm taking that before it gets to three and a half or anything like that. I'm just I'm taking the Jaguars at three, um, and, and I'll ride that one. Rob, where you at? I'm going to take the Giants. I, I believe everything Chris said is true. I just don't think they're that good either, and I just – I think the Giants are going to take them. Okay. Interesting. So there's one game that Rob's trying to make up. <laughs> Moving on to the New York football Jets as they travel to Denver uh, to take on the Broncos. The spread, of course, is just actually the Jets are road. Kyle, the Giants did play in London. What? Oh, yeah, that's that's technically a road game, yeah. Um, But anyway, so... Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, and it was, and it was a scheduled, a, a scheduled road game, too. Road game, but it was so, but yeah, they're on the road this time. It's going to be nice down there in sunny Jacksonville. But anyway, Jets. That's a big thing here that they're favored on the road based off of the team or the team that they put together in the first five weeks, six weeks of football. They're five, I mean, four and two. They're playing good football. The team that's not playing good football are the Denver Broncos. Um, obviously, Russell Wilson has to get things going eventually, you would think. Um, Gooch, does it start this week in mile high? And I know they don't call it mile high anymore, but whatever. But go ahead. What do we, what do we? No, I was just showing Kyle's comment to oh. touch back on that last conversation. I thought it was, it was prevalent. And um, all right, first of all, Jamie Palumbo, you are wrong. Most Giants are not enjoying the run. Uh, they're flawed. No, no, no. The Giants fans, if you ask around and you can ask me, Chris, and of course, Rob, who was at MetLife the other day, you would think these guys already won this year's Super Bowl. 100%. And it was 40,000 well, over I there. Mean, so enjoy the ride all you want. And I know you're different because you think everybody stinks. You, but the majority of the Giants fans right now don't know how to act. Look, if you're, if you're, if you're outside MetLife Stadium and you're – sticking a microphone in people's faces when they're drunk about to go into the Giants. It's 930 in the morning, Chris. <laughs> Best believe there's going to be a little bit of energy coming from those people. What do you want them to do? Be pissed that their team is five? No, I would be like, well, you know, they're playing good. Let's see how it plays well, out. Giants fans enjoy <laughs> it because Giants fans enjoy it because I do think the wheels are going to come off. I think that they're going to play themselves out of a really good draft pick and then really need that really good draft pick when it's all said and done. Um, coach is great, though. In this game, I think the Jets are overvalued right now a little bit, and I think Denver's a little undervalued. And I know that the Jets really I, – I wonder how Denver's going to be able to move the ball in this game whatsoever, judging by the way the Jets have looked on the defensive line the last week. Um, they completely wrecked the game in all phases when it came to stopping the pass and stopping the run. They got in Rodgers' face, and there was no room to run really and no Aaron Jones whatsoever, and I expected them to be able to run the ball effectively on the Jets. Denver's offense is obviously not doing shit, but their defense is elite and they're keeping teams, they're keeping the, the games all close. Like, it's never gotten blown out, really. Maybe by the Raiders, Raiders it was like the most controlled it, yeah. game. But essentially, the, the Broncos have been in most of the games that they've played. I think they've all been one score <laughs> games, essentially, right? <laughs> so the Jets aren't going to really have much success <clears throat> on offense in this game, I don't think, whatsoever. Uh, we're talking about Elijah Moore. He's ruled out because of uh, he doesn't want to be there anymore. He showed up at practice. I don't know if it's they're saying mental health. I think it would be shitty to cite mental health if it's not. Actually. They are citing that. But I think it might just be like he's pissed off. So you could cite mental health. But it's like really? I just, yeah, no, they, I just they've want, cited I that. I just want the ball more mentally that you could say that's just, mental health. I think that's it's just bullshit, man. The whole thing sucks be because in that regard, the whole thing blows. Because, look, 
He's not getting the ball within six weeks, right? We all understand that. We've seen it. We've all watched the Jets games. We've also seen them play with Joe Flacco. So the offense wasn't really going crazy. Then they bring in Zach Wilson, who you think is going to build this rapport and pick up where they left off last year. Him and Moore had a little bit of a rapport last year. They did. So just because it hasn't developed, you go out there and I want to trade. Like, what? Get out of here then. Go. Get the fuck out. Like, seriously, this is stupid. You're four and two, bro. If they're one and six, then I understand. One and five, I understand. Then you can complain to your coach. Like, man, we're losing games. I'm not getting the ball. I think I would I'd get a better fresh start somewhere else. You're winning games. You're a team guy? Then be a team guy, uh, hey, Elijah. Who, who's saying he's a team guy besides him and that cryptic With the, with the big bullshit tweet. Look, yeah. I, I, the players want the ball. You know, if he gets more involved in the offense in the coming weeks because of this, then it all worked out. I don't think this is a that big of a deal. Um, Why hoping- is that? What happened there? What? The line was Broncos minus three Tuesday morning, and now the Jets are favored by one? Is Russ not going to go? I mean, Russell Wilson's dealing with a, a hamstring and a, and a lat. And a lat. So maybe. I maybe mean, he's going to go. Maybe there's the Russ situation brewing. In oh, every, he said play. everybody was betting the Jets with that line. So, yeah, of course. that's. I'm assuming a big movement so, happened. Well, there you go. There the, you go. I think the Jets are obviously overvalued in this spot a little bit. I'm going to. Um, are you taking the Broncos? I'm going to take the Broncos. I'm going to take yeah. the Broncos, too. I think, listen, the Jets have had a phenomenal start to their season. They've beaten pretty good teams. Okay. They took care of the Packers last week handedly, right? So now you're looking at a team like this right now. This is all the recipe for them to just kind of trip up. And I'm not saying they get blown out. I just think that. This is a trip-up game. The Broncos' defense is very, very good. It's going to be a one-score game. It will be a one-score game. So if that's the case, that means the Broncos – if I think the Broncos are going to win this game, I think they're going to also get that number, too. They're they're, they're getting one at home. So give me the Broncos here. And I know, obviously, Rob, you're going to roll with your Jets, right? Yeah, well, I mean, what Chris is right, our offense is terrible. But they are – who are they going to throw to, first of all? And our our front four right now is, is, like, one of the best in the league. So it's like it might be a field goal game, but we're gonna we're definitely gonna win. Oh, definitely that's for sure. All right, anybody and any breaks being beat off or no? We're just gonna win. No? Uh, I mean, I, I, we, <laughs> we we probably will. We, we, I mean, if we wore the cheese last week on our head, what are you gonna, gonna, wear, gonna this wear this week? week? You're gonna wear a, gonna, a, hor- gonna, hope a horse's sauce, head in your bed. No, I hope source put, gets the girl off the horse and rides it in for. Her. <laughs> How funny! <laughs> How funny would that be? Bro, like last week with the cheese on it. Murray with, with like eleven carries for thirty nine yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> well, I cut him his shit. I cut him already. So anyway, Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> the Commanders returning back home. They, is this spread, the spread ain't right? Oh no, it's wrong. Okay. Oh, oh, like, oh man. All right then. Get, all right. So the Packers. There's Want no me way. Take it off. Yeah. So I, I don't know. In case there's any clippable it? shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Definitely. So it's four and a half the other way. Yes. All right. So four and a half points. Favorites are the Packers over the Commanders in Washington. The Commanders are now turning their whole command over to Tyler Haneke and or Sam Howell and or me or you, whoever wants to play quarterback for the Commanders can go try out now. Um, <laughs> this one is got. Listen. I've tried – this is two weeks in a row. Actually, I picked the Jets last week because I thought it was going to be close based off the Giant game. Have you ever in your life – no bullshit. Have you ever seen Aaron Rodgers lose three in a row? Yeah. You have? I don't know about Aaron Rodgers that led Packers, but I've watched the Packers lose three I didn't in a row ask in the Aaron Rodgers era. I got to look. <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head. Right I don't now. think he has. I don't think so. And I don't think he will. LaFleur era. I haven't even seen him lose two in a row. Right. So, so since Matt LaFleur has been the coach, Aaron Rodgers has not lost three games in a row. Neither has his entire team. This is a recipe for them to get right, okay? The Washington Commanders are a piss-poor organization. The only feel-good thing about them right now is Brian Robinson, in which Packers with the run, eh, whatever, we'll see. But 
this says Rodgers and hooking up with all his, his receivers, his young guys that, you know, and nobody knows who's who and Christian Watson and Dubs and all this other shit. Tanyan. I think they get out of this one. And if they want to run the football, good luck because it's very hard, tough sledding to run. But this is Rodgers' MO. Rodgers will be like, all right, we can't run. That's fine. I'm going to throw 50 times. Um, and you know what? There's probably going to be 65% of those times are going to complete. So give me the Packers. I mean, you're probably obviously going to take the Packers, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit of a shitty spot for Green Bay. Obviously, they're coming off two losses. So um, they're they're not going to look <laughs> ahead to Buffalo because they have to get this win. Typically, I would be looking at this as like a dangerous spot because Buffalo is next week, right? So, you know, you kind of take that, that lighter opponent a little lesser, lesser opponent more lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Packers can't afford to do that in this game. Uh, Washington does do things well on the defensive side of the ball that I think will create issues for the Packers if they decide to just run, 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 which they haven't decided to do. I think we can impose our will because of the way the the offense has been not really effectively running the ball and the way that the Jets got in front of the uh, got through the offensive line last. Are the Redskins week. ever going to get Chase Young back? Ever? I I don't know. I have no idea. Commanders, about that right now. whatever. But, Sorry, whatever. but because of the care. fact that the, the <laughs> Commanders do things well in stopping the run, I think the Packers are still going to try and effectively run the football because of how they got embarrassed last week up front. I expect them to just be consistent with the run game and hammer it home. <laughs> and then Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter, if need be. I'm a little bit worried about laying points right now with the Packers because they haven't been doing shit lately. There's really nothing positive to say. Over the Kyle, last for the love of God, weeks. like I this I can't sit back and wait and watch this as it happens. But the, the, the Packers uh, graphic was wrong. Packers, we changed it the all. The Packers are gonna win by seven. Okay, so yeah. a touchdown over there. Rob, are I'm you going? Lost, I'm jumping on the Packers. So I, there's okay. no way they lose three in a row. All right, moving on I can't to the Chris Monday morning. The Dallas Cowboys. Right. I can't I, listen. I cannot. <laughs> if you thought I we could deal with each other, you know, coming in here after a, a loss to the Giants, I'm like, well, you know, the Giants might be. A, and I then mean, they lose to the Jets. It's like, oh, oh my God, really? The Jets. If you lose to the Commanders, Chris. All things considered, I think I handle these things pretty well. You are no, doing you very do. good. You did. I've done very well. I think we've grown as men. <laughs> three in a row is a little. That, to the yeah. commanders. If you too? lose to the commanders, though, with well, Tyler Heineke, here's the thing. holy I, I, shit! I point to one thing in my life that has taught me how to deal with adversity. Buddha, and it's Packer losses. I've always just used that as a benchmark and be like, "How do you figure things out? How do you get rid <laughs> of this get deep. shitty feeling that you have on your insides?" Right. And other things in life happen that you can't control. I can't control Packers wins and losses. So when the Packers lose, it, it's like just life practice. Look at and you I leave Brittany alone, down. girlfriend, by the way. What's up? Leave Chris alone. <laughs> leave Brittany alone. Get these motherfuckers, Ash. They're <laughs> fucking annoying. It's not annoying. It's factual. If you come in here and you lose to the Commanders, the season's over. Your season is over. You lose to the fucking Commanders. The Packers season is over before Halloween. I'm sorry. It's over. There's no I'm way. Sure, there's no way around it. Anyway. Can't see me. Cowboys, Cowboys taking on the um, who? Yeah, the Detroit Lions. Um, look, Cowboys are coming off a loss to the Eagles. The Lions are coming off a bye, I believe. So that's advantage them as far as getting some of their nicks, uh, you know, the nicked up guys back. Um, but big turn, big return is the return of Rain Dakota Prescott. Dak's back with the Cowboys. Um, the Lions right now can't stop anybody. So you would think all signs point to a blowout with the uh, with the with the Cowboys. Seven points is a lot of points. I hate this shit. I really do because, look, statistically, you can have all the analytics you want. For some odd reason, I never think the Cowboys do well when they play at 1 o'clock. I just don't. I I just never see it as a good thing. 1 o'clock Cowboy game, never good. Have they won games? Sure. But I look at this as a slow start. 
I look at this as a routine get back into the swing of things for Dak. I look at things. Well, what are we doing? No, no, no. Keep on going, bro. Nobody, I didn't say a fucking word. Just keep on going. <clears throat> Kyle. Correct. Oh, now, now you guys are buddies. Now you guys are buddies. Now, Kyle, actually, I'll just throw it out there. Kyle clipped up a thing that I said. Say it? It, I'll say it. Fuck it. I'm, listen, show I, it. I own my words. Okay. Uh, yeah, I might as well. Right. I just play it over here. <laughs> it, it's like on loop. Uh, I'm just going to bring up the text just because um, it, it was that good. So sauce. Where so we're are going, we? But we'll just. I'll, oh, I'll here it is. All right. So it's Monday. This is, Monday after Dave's first week. The of, Monday of after football. the loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dave, I went this on this Dave, show. This is Dave handling it well, by the way. This is me handling it well. Here we go. Dak Prescott is an average quarterback at best. Dak Prescott is an average quarterback <laughs> at best. Dak Prescott is an average quarterback. <laughs> so that was me. Uh, and I bet you're wondering how we got to this situation here. There I am. Uh, yeah, so I did say that. And look, and now I think he's a top 10 quarterback. You know why I think he's moved up the ranks? At Rude. worst. At worst. Now, you know why I think he's moved up the ranks? Because he's healthy again? Well, that A, yes. B, because... The rest of the quarterbacks in the NFL that were apparently better than Dak are playing like shit. That's my that's my gripe with this. Because now you have even a guy like Justin Herbert has not shot off the cannon yet, and that's six weeks into the season. Okay, so are we on, are we all about Justin Herbert being this future legend? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but um, I'm not talking about just Justin Herbert. I'm talking about guys like Russ. You all thought Russ was better than Dak. Clearly, that's not the case. It's not the case at all. So. If you look at the, the quarterback and then and Rube was coming in, oh, the Kirk Cousins. No, man. No, stop. So top 10 quarterback Dak Prescott returns this week. I'm taking the Cowboys. Big, big win. Give me 40 points in this game for the Cowboys. Cowboys get a big win here. A much-needed return to work for Dak Prescott. Go ahead, Gooch. Pick the Lions. Yeah, definitely picking the Lions. <laughs> uh, the great equalizer is that Detroit Lions offensive line. They Ooh, are the he, he wrote it like top 10. That's they are I the like. best. I, I'll give him the pass on that. When people type out full sentences that way, I, I question their <laughs> integrity. But when like the three, you know, three letters per word, two words, we'll give Rube the pass. But uh, Dallas Cowboys pass rush has been controlling the game in every game they've played outside of maybe the Philly game. Uh, Detroit's offensive line is the best in football at protecting the quarterback. And honestly, they're really the top three in, in running the ball as well. That's going to be the great equalizer. I think Detroit's going to be able to effectively neutralize the pass rush just enough. The turnovers out of golf scare me a little bit because I do think Dallas is going to get home at least at some point because they're too talented. Is Swift but going? I think, I, I, think, going. I think Dallas's MO in this game is going to be running the football. I don't think that they're going to try and get into a shootout and even tempt Detroit to score a ton of points. Let's just ball control, laying seven points in a game for me. I think Dallas is a better team. They're going to win the football game. But seven points in this one, it's a little bit scary. The back door is definitely open with Detroit. We sure is. We've seen it all in 2021. <laughs> so I'm just, there's no way I'm laying seven points in this one with the offensive line that Detroit has. And the way I think Dallas is going to approach this game, I don't think they're going to be like, oh, Dak, air it out in your first game no, back. There's no so need for it. They have the run game going. They have the defense. There's ways that they could win without that. And a blowout outside of turnover heavy, Jared Goff, I think this game is a little bit tighter than people think. And if not, I definitely see the back door being open. Seven Schultz points is, is a lot. playing this week, apparently, according to everything I've read. He's uh, he's back. Seven so, points is a lot. Dak with Schultz and spell his name right for the love of God. Um, <laughs> Rob, where are you going with this one? We got split crowd over here. The Lions stink. By the I way. also agree. The Lions stay in the game in games, and I don't think they're going to let Dak really go out there and do what he wants to do. The Cowboys win, but the Lions cover. 
Okay. So two, two on the lines. I love it. Love to see it. Here we go. What's next? Moving on to another average quarterback at best, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G now with a brand new toy in Christian McCaffrey. What we said on the Mojo Market Report today is that we think Christian can come in right now, trade him on a Thursday, get on a flight to San Francisco, arrive on a Friday, take your physical on Saturday, get in the game on Sunday. You th- you still think you feel that still that McCaffrey's in this game on Sunday? Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, well, Shanahan said it already. Oh yeah, he's in. Like he'll have. He has a couple of plays lined up already. That's a beautiful I thing. I love it. I love it. But now he's the, not even going to be limited at all. I believe this is also wrong. I believe this game's in Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, just because that's we're gonna find out. We're gonna learn today. Uh, we'll find out right now. Uh, come on, NFL. Here we go. Uh, yes, no, it's in San Francisco. I was wrong. You were right, Chris. That never happens. <laughs> so anyway, Kansas City is favored by two on the road in San Francisco. Now this is a week fresh off of them being dogs at home. So. This one's interesting because now Christian McCaffrey is there and their defense is still really good, if not the best in the league. Now you got Mahomes coming into town. I don't know. How do you how do you feel this one's playing out, Gooch? I think the Chiefs are just too good. Right now, there's a obviously a new wrinkle that you have to worry about and you haven't been game planning for, but there's not really not much you could game plan around Christian McCaffrey. You just gotta <laughs> stick a guy on him and watch him just like he's a key on him like a quarterback, if that's how you want to play it. Mm. The Chiefs blitz a lot. And there's a chance that on third downs, a lot of times you would see McCaffrey going out for passes. They're going to have to keep him in the block because, the, like I said, Spagnuolo is going to dial it up against Jimmy G. And I, I said it before, I think Kittle, if anybody gets involved, there's a little tight end matchup in this one that's interesting to me. Um, but I got to go with the Chiefs. They're just too good. And they had a difficult one last week against Buffalo. They're bouncing back. The Chiefs aren't losing two in a row. Uh, and the, the number's low enough for me to consider it. Um. The line was San Francisco plus three. Everyone taking the Chiefs, and the number still dropped two and a half. Then two looks like the books are trying to chop everyone on. The I mean, I, listen, I don't think that the the Chief, uh, the Forty Nine ers going to be world beaters right away with this lineup. I do think they eventually get it together and they roll in the NFC. So, I really do. So, but now, in this game, what I just want to touch on what Kyle was saying though, because all that's well and good, but did you factor in the fact that the trade took place last night late? You know, what's the line movement based on that? accepting like all the money here or there. I mean, maybe he's explaining that in there, but that's layered. San Francisco defense back to full strength. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, you would think Mariota just went 13 for 14 against them. If they're not back full, Mahomes is going to destroy them. This is very true. And I love that actually. Uh, I'm going with the chiefs. Uh, I think it will take some time for the Niners to gel, but they will. And they will win the NFC West. I'm not backtracking on that by any stretch chiefs to lose two in a row with Patrick Mahomes. I don't see it. Uh, now you're giving me, uh, well, not giving me anything. It's like minus two, but again, if they're going to win this game and it's close, let them win by a field goal. Everybody goes home. Happy. Give me the chiefs. Sweet. We're sweeping. Yeah. Chiefs yeah. too. All right. Moving on, uh, the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cleveland Brownies, and it's uh, the Cleveland, I mean, the Baltimore Ravens back at home, six and a half, almost a touchdown favorite. Uh, well, it's touchdown extra point, six and a half point favorite over the Cleveland Browns. Now, um, in this one, again, after watching what the Browns did last week with the Patriots, I just, I'm not, I, I can't buy into them. But then watching the Ravens lose and blow a lead to the Giants, I don't know how much I believe in them. What, what's the lesser of two evils on this one, Chris? Um, I believe more in, in Lamar and the Ravens than I believe in the Cleveland Browns, um, which Kobe Briss said at the helm. The Browns have done a decent job offensively, like bridging the gap to the Deshaun Watson era. Mm-hmm. And right now, the whole talk in Baltimore is the fact that Lamar Jackson can't finish. And he's playing for a contract 
out of the gate, it was like early odds on favorite to win MVP or at least be in the in the running. It's not looking the same right now for Baltimore, but the talent is still there. They haven't, they've, I don't know what's going on with Dobbins. I think that matters a little bit in this. Knee one. tightness has not practiced all week. So if Dobbins doesn't go, there's still potential for the ground game to get going. Cleveland sucks stopping the run. And a lot of that's been against back. Give it Kenyon Drake's season but, again. But how about Lamar's season? Yeah, you know, too. Get, get it going with your legs, Lamar. I know that there's a lot of talk about him being the passer, but guess what? You're not getting it done in the late in the games. And you're actually opposite of getting it done. You're actually shitting the bed in the fourth quarter. Take off, bro. Stick with to what got you to the point that you're at, and then everything else will fall into place. Run the football. I think the Ravens are due for a blowout and an actual complete game. I'm banking it on just my gut here, but I sound like me. I I didn't really look at this game that much. I just know that the the Browns can't stop the run, and the Ravens are good at it, and they're home, and they're a little embarrassed. So I think that they're gonna they're gonna knuckle up and and bust the Browns' ass here. Um. I circle both teams here. <laughs> I'm like going back and forth. I, I, you know, I got opinions out of you and opinions out of Kyle. I'm going to draw my own conclusion here that the Browns are just not as talented as the Baltimore Ravens. If you let Bailey Zappi do his thing over there with the running game and everything like that, what's to say that Lamar can't just go off the reservation this weekend? I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know, six and a half. It's a big number for me. I could be swayed. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Ravens on this show. Here's a chance that I watch a little uh, of the Sauce Network, and I uh, I I, I, I bet the other swayed. way. We'll see. Anyway, Rob, where are you going with this one? I'm going to take the points, like the man says. Browns? And go with the Browns. Yeah. I think He's Kyle- taking Sauce and Powers. Wait, was that Dr. Evil? You don't take underdogs. Robert, take the Browns. Do it. There he is. He just took the Browns. Sauce and Powers. All right, next game. The Tennessee Titans coming back. Are they? They won last week again. Titans? Did they play they last week? Last week. They had a bye. Yeah. All right. So minus two and a half, uh, two and a half point favorites over the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Colts, in this regard, the Titans are a piss poor secondary right now. I, I kind of like the Colts on the road here, man. I, I don't know. Matt Ryan, the Colts have been playing better since those first two weeks where the blunders and the ties and the losses and all that shit. The Colts have been playing better. Jonathan Taylor, I don't know his status yet. I don't know if somebody wants to chime in with that one. But I want to say he's practicing. I think he's going to. Yeah, I want to say, I I don't know, man. I like the Colts here. The Titans haven't done anything to for me for me to just jump all over this. Like, ah, it's got to be the Titans. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, Taylor's back. Give me the Colts in this one. And you're giving me you're giving me two and a half. I'm I'm all over the Colts. (laughs) Goodbye, Chris. Um, (laughs) As he's off screen now. Uh, The Titans. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts. Where are you going, Chris? Um, Rob, could you go for a second? I'm trying to find that. So I agree with you, too, that. He, oh, they um it's, he shared it already. I'm gonna try and play it here. They don't that the <laughs> Titans haven't shown me anything that says like all right, they're the Titans from last year, the year before. But I think Derrick Henry, their offensive line is playing a little bit better than the Colts right now. Mm-hmm. And Derrick Henry's got to get it going sooner or later. I would love to see Malik Wills get involved more. If they're not gonna let him play, at least put a package in for him because the offense is completely different when he's in. So I'm taking the Titans. Yeah. All right. Um, so you're taking the Titans, you said? Yes. All right. Titans. So we're split here as he's taking his cup of what is that? New England clam chowder. Is that the red or the white? Um, um we got. I cannot talk or breathe right now. I just, All right. So I had, it went down the wrong pipe, guys. You know those moments where you just I don't suffer. It's never happened to me ever, which is weird. Um so. I'm gonna take the Titans. Derrick Henry, they're coming off of a bye. The Colts really, they're just they haven't done much. There was one game against Jacksonville that really fucked up all their metrics, but they're still, if you take that game out, they're still like 27th worst in offense and defense 
I'm not going with the Colts until they prove otherwise. I do think Jonathan Taylor will get it going a little bit, but Derrick Henry did get it going when we expected him to. Like, he's starting to go, <laughs> and Derrick Henry, I think he's going to take over this game. All right. I don't know, is Shaq Barrett playing? Yeah, I think both of those guys are back. All right, I wasn't paying attention if you said that. No, 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 I said Jonathan Taylor's back in practice. All right, so I, I think, think Barrett, Shaq Barrett, but I know Shaq Barrett was dealing with a whole world of issues. You know Shaq Leonard? Yeah, Shaq Leonard. Mm, it is, him yes, too. Barrett. Oh, Leonard. Yeah, right, yeah, but he had a broken nose, a concussion. He was all fucked up. So if he is back, that definitely helps. But the Colts, they haven't done shit. And their offense sucks. Their defense actually sucks. Alec Pierce scores twice. The Colts' this defense is a lot better than their offense is, but they still suck compared to what they should be. I'm going to go with the Titans. But Scoop. didn't really look at that game either. Scoop, you have issues, my man. All right. Anyway, moving on to what in is this spread? Is this real? Oof, yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? I know, but damn. All right, so Tampa Bay is 13-point favorites on the road against the team that just basically said we quit, um, and that's the Carolina Panthers. I get, I mean, look, they're they're begging you, I guess, to take the Panthers here in, in like a rah-rah effort. Like, we're still here. Like, no, Tampa Bay is still here. Tampa, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Tom Brady went on record already this week, had some jokes. He's feeling good about himself. He's going to beat the piss out of the Panthers this week. They might win by 20. So, oh, what happened? Did that go up? What is that? Yeah, yeah, right, yes, right. it did. Yeah. It did. All right, so remove that. Hold on. What, you're doing it? You're just playing uh, it? I, did, I, I didn't expect it to just show up right away. But no. no. You don't have a black it's a one? screen shape? Oh. No, it's all right. Just, 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 We're good. I apologize. I'm trying to play the sauce video, but get you it out of there. You could later. I mean, yeah, get it out of there. Get it out of there. Stop. Just remove that. There, there you go. go. There we go. Buddy. It's gone now completely. <laughs> so, I know. I could do it again, but I'll just do it at the end. We're all right, Bucks, cool. Right? Bucks. Cool. Yeah, Bucks. sorry. Bucks, here we go. Um, uh, sorry, boys. No, it's all good. I, I'm taking a Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the big spread on the road. Ooh. Doesn't matter. Doesn't what do you got, matter. Gooch? I mean, that defense is going to destroy B.J. Walker. That is his name, right? Yes. PJ Washington. Yes, it is. PJ Walker, uh, former XFL yeah, star. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I probably will just stay away from this game because <laughs> Carolina's just so bad. They're, they have no coach. They don't have an offense. They got rid of McCaffrey. They have no quarterback. So they can't really make the point spread high enough. But the, the Bucks suck, too. And the Carolina's defense, if there is anything that's been somewhat decent, it's been that. So 13, it's a high number. I don't know. I got I to gotta look. Well, it but doesn't matter. You can't look anything. What do yeah, you got I'll right lean, now? I'll lean Tampa. Okay. Rob, you taking the points? Oh, man. So it's it's so that's a lot of points. <laughs> Bucks, the Panther, Bucks alternate the line. 19 and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Buccaneers too, right? Yeah, we let's all, let's rock with the together, Bucks here. Right? It's Tom Brady. Why not? All right. What's next? Uh eh, not not, a, not that intriguing of a game here. The, uh, the Falcons are coming off the big win against those 49ers we were talking about before. On the road to take on the Bengals. The Bengals are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. It seems to me that they got it going a little bit with uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase last week in in Louisiana, so in New Orleans. Um, I don't know. Does that trend continue, you think? I think the Falcons are going to have a lot of success running the ball no matter who they play against this year. But the Bengals are starting to get rolling a little bit on offense. Jamar Chase is going to have some openings. T. Higgins, the same deal. I, I'm going to roll with the Bengals, but I did not look at this game either that in depth. So you're taking so the Bengals, Bengals. I'll lean the Bengals. Six and a half. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to also take the Bengals here. There's nothing nothing good, about the, the Falcons. The Falcons are are, are definitely um, six and oh, I guess a spread. Blindly, so bet, blindly bet them, I guess. But I was blindly bet. If you blindly bet the under yesterday because of the under being six and oh on Monday, on Thursday night, then you lost. So 
Yeah, Redden's coming back, and I'm fading the Falcons. <laughs> so Bengals is the pick. Rob, what do you feel? I'm also gonna take. I'm gonna take the Falcons. Oh, all right. Six and zero against the spread. Kyle's <laughs> okay. been on a roll. Mm-hmm. So okay. you guys are both going to Bengals, right? Yeah. Chris, Dave, Roberto. Why'd that come up? I don't know. Whatever. It just pops up. Anyway, number ten game coming up is the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Los Angeles Chargers. We've all seen what the Seahawks can do offensively. Kenneth Walker seems to be the real deal. Geno Smith playing out of his freaking mind. Is that enough for you to sway that the Chargers, who have not looked that great, I mean, they, you know, again, they got the win last week. Wasn't much to it. Had to take them to overtime to the break. Um, how are you feeling about this one? I probably won't lay the points here. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I mean, I'm going to go with the Seahawks, but I think the Chargers win the game. But they're just – there is real deficiencies. I think Geno's going to have an easy time moving the ball, as crazy as that is to say. There's a lot of injuries on the Chargers right now, <clears throat> defensively. And um, I'm not sure what's going on with Keenan Allen. Is he playing yet? He's very questionable still. Well, they've been a, managing the bad time games, to be but they're not, Keenan Allen. they're not that strong right now offensively. But um, so Kyle's saying lay it. 95% of the money on Seattle. I mean, that makes me crazy. But fuck, I'm going to lean. I already started leaning Chargers. I'm going to lean Chargers because it would be a turncoat behavior if I didn't. So you're not saying Chargers? Yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers as well. Um, yeah, because I just, I I feel like the, the Seahawks will definitely put up a fight. But at the end of the day, I think the Chargers kind of finish them off. The Chargers are due for a really good offensive game too. Uh, Austin Eckler has looked just, he's looked apart. He's looked incredible this year. Um, the Chargers defense banged up, obviously, but still, Geno Smith definitely going to definitely gonna put up some numbers here. Don't get me wrong, but look, just think about it like this. If if the Chargers were to score 27, you know, and they let up, I know this is just basic math, but if it's just 27-21, it looks like a, a not a dominant win, but they still cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way I think about a lot of this stuff with, like, the score possibilities, and that's why I'm taking the Chargers here. They're going to win the game, and they're going to win the game outright. So, Chargers, let's go. Yeah, I'm also clean sweep again. Guys. All right, Chargers, it is. Yeah. Moving on, two more games to go. The Raiders have to have it again. Again, these guys, again, they, they fell short last week. Um, so they're going to be hosting the Texans. The Texans can't stop anybody right now. Defensively, we talked about this on the Mojo Market Report about a potential Josh Jacobs breakout game. The spread is pretty big on a team that fights like the Texans. Um, this one's interesting. How are you feeling about it with the spread, at least? I think the Raiders are going to blow them out. I got that feeling too. Uh, Davis Mills, shitty on the road. Uh, Josh Jacobs, just one of the better backs in the NFL, if not the best back in the NFL this year. And the Houston Texans were one of the worst run defenses in the league. Look at what Josh Jacobs did in the last two weeks. I think I actually have it in front of me. Yeah, 49 carries, 298 yards, three touchdowns. He also had 10 catches for (laughs) 70 more yards. And that's over his last two games. They're coming off of a bye week. The Raiders' offensive line is completely decimating defensive lines. You saw what uh, Austin Eckler was able to do to the Texans in like very limited touches. He had three touchdowns a couple weeks back. I think that the Josh Jacobs show is, is here to stay, and this one's going to be on full display, and uh, Devontae will even get involved. Yeah, I'm going to go with Vegas as well. Uh, Rob, you yeah, triple threat there? All right, triple threat it is. All right, Sunday Night Football, a very good one, considering now, just so everybody's clear, uh, Kenny Pickett was cleared this morning on concussion protocol he'll be starting for the Steelers on Sunday night football against another guy who just cleared concussion protocol to a great game I think this one's going to be very very entertaining the Steelers defense has looked a little abysmal lately I just feel like their defense just again a lot of after TJ Watt went down the wheels just fell off this defense Mika Fitzpatrick has been hurt too 
um, pretty much the entire, I don't feel it feels like the entire season, but he's missed a couple games. So um, it, it's the, again, the Steelers defense, not so great. Steelers offense hasn't gotten going Two is back. And when you look at this game again, the spread to me though, oof, uh, I don't see, I don't like this number at all, man. I, I feel like this game will be kind of tight. I don't know. How you feeling? Let's <laughs> not go to you first. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to beat them up. I think the Steelers' defense wasn't even really good with T.J. Watt. They stuck. They sucked stopping the run last year. <clears throat> I know that ben, Big Ben had a lot of late uh, late game heroics. As bad as he was, Big Ben was like a really good fourth quarter quarterback, and that carried the Steelers to all those wins last year. And their defense didn't shit the bed completely. Like T.J. Watt wrecked a lot of games too. But when you take him out of the defense, they're really not good at defense at all. They're they just haven't been at all. And Miami Dolphins, look at what they've done with Tua in the lineup. 3-0. 3-0, even 10-1 over their last 11 with two in the lineup, and then they haven't won since he's been out. The receivers have still managed to put up decent numbers with, with the backups and the backups' backups. I think the Dolphins are primed to score a ton of points in this game. Now, do you feel like this is a little bit of a trap scenario for us as people that are picking against the Steelers, considering what they just did last week against the Bucs? I mean... I would have you think to that's the real Steeler team? I mean, they were gritty as shit, and they for beat me to that like team. Decide, and we all got burned. I didn't look at where the money is going, so maybe. But lots of the traps are really set by the books. Like you know. could look at the line and, and think this might be a trap, but and then look at where the money is going and really identify if it is or it isn't. Um, is TJ Watt available to play? I don't think so. I thought it was still out. I can't imagine people are really going to bet the Steelers in this one. I mean, there's a lot of points. But I got. I just think the Dolphins are too high powered on offense, and the Steelers, they suck right now. You know, they got blown out a couple times nah, in a row. Playing, dude. Yeah, he's still weeks away. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I, I'm I'm with the Miami Dolphins here. I, I did. You pick the Dolphins officially? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm with the Dolphins here as well. Tua being back is a big, big thing for them. They win football games, and like I said, the the secondary and the defense has been a little just just a couple ticks slower without a Watt and without a Fitzpatrick, and a lot of those guys are banged up. Look, we ate our words last week. I don't think we ate our words this week. I think it's the Dolphins to take it on Sunday night. Rob? Listen, this came over a big win against the Buccaneers. So uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers, man. I need to catch up here. So we're going to go with them. All right. There you go. There you have it. That's the entire NFL slate. We'll be back here on Monday to go over the abysmal Monday night football game between the Bears and the Patriots. I don't know what. Ugh, just horrible. Uh, but we'll go over the entire Sunday slate. Be sure to check out Mojo and the Mojo Market Report. Go subscribe to their channel. Follow them all over social media at Mojo. It is the sports stock market. If you guys want, well, honestly, and I'm not just promoting it because they, you know, employ us. <laughs> but what I will say is it's a dope app. You know what I mean? The app is smooth. They keep making improvements to it. Now you can invest in college players as well. I think they dropped 150 quarterbacks in, the, in that bank. So now you have a, a, the ability to grab a Bryce Young before he goes into the NFL or, you know, even the, the kid from USC. Like, just there's a lot of kids that you can go invest in right now, including all of the upstars of the NFL. Justin Herberts, the, the Pat Mahomes. Like, it, those guys are like Amazon stock. You know it's going to rise. It will have its dips, but it goes up. And you've made money. I've made money, clearly. No bullshit. I've made a couple hundred bucks just kind of dabbling around and listening to Chris and, and doing some research and stuff like that. So, so Kyle's got five bets if anybody wants them, and I'm sure we do. I mean, Kyle, is- Kyle, the fact that you even had to ask. You're being so silly. Will you talk about the Yankees being swept on Monday? Of course. Of course I'll address Are that. Are you going to put that video up, Chris? Is it going to work? Or you don't um, let's hear these bets let's Yeah, let's get the bets out of Kyle first, and then we'll put up the, the grand finale video. Real quick, though. When I did play it for that one second, I need one of the viewers to tell me, did you guys hear it? 
because I have my volume muted so I don't hear it in here. I believe you're answering something with volume. I think it automatically plays the volume. Okay. I think. I mean, I could be I'll wrong. It, I'll go on YouTube. Well, I'm, I want to hear. They they heard it for a second. So if they. they yeah, I think Kawhi Mike said Dr. Evo was hijacking shop sports. <laughs> so if you heard that while he played that, please let us know before we play that as we wait, well, await, as we the, await Kyle, these, the Kyle these bets. I had an epiphany freebies. yesterday. I thought I was going to stop betting college football. I thought, like last year's my success was just betting on the NFL. I stayed away from college football, but it's hard. It's hard not to. Um, we have the video, Kyle. We just don't know. But if I, it'll be a lot easier to play a file. It'll be a lot easier um, if we just lay back. <laughs> Name that movie. Come on, somebody hit me. Um, all right. So, Kyle. Oh, he said he didn't hear it. So that's fun. Anyway, you want me to go check it out while we wait for the videos? Yeah. All right. Since I'm a StreamYard connoisseur. So, how oh, about your... Okay, you so there's a couple yard? of home favorites. No, but it will be. I'll add it as a video. We're TCU good. TCU minus three and a half. And Penn State minus four and a half. Is that the, is that the picks? Oh, yep. all right. Two two favorites that he likes for tomorrow. Okay, go ahead. Rutgers homecoming tomorrow. I'll be at Rutgers too, guys. If anybody's out there tomorrow, Rutgers, Indiana. Uh, we'll be in the RAC lot and Block R doing mojo stuff. So if you're out there, come see us. And Toast loves Liberty at plus seven. Uh, give Toast Liberty or give him death. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. That's his one. He he said that. So it's a super sharp play, and they're backing it. Toast and the Sauston Powers is backing it. I like it a lot. Because Sauston Powers only takes underdogs, and Dr. Evil favorites, as Dave gathers his thoughts. I'm not gathering my thoughts. I'm gathering the video, man. And I did correct myself. And then tonight we got second. the Pelicans. It's, really minus, it's too good not or, to have it. Yeah, Pelicans minus six and a half. Going to ride that Zion train, and then we got the Blazers plus five. I got to get into the NBA. I mean, I haven't uh, even I haven't even remotely looked at anything NBA. Um, Kyle, I need to know what you far. think of Cam Reddish and what you thought of uh, the first game because I loved every second of it, except for the last uh five last seconds of overtime of the last couple of seconds of overtime yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the seconds up to that point. i don't know why they let four foreigners shoot the last shot what's going like on with the ball with Thibodeau? why does he look like a despicable me character 100 looks like a russian spy <laughs> what's going <laughs> on basketball court he should be coaching of course we're lose Tel Aviv. service at this point this is perfect it's like and did you see the ball hit steven adams it's terrible head? look at this shit I we're just waiting for this to upload and then we'll get out of here it's almost there. Almost yeah, there. Almost As we get, there. are you choppy over there too? Yeah. have a good, good game too. Almost fucking evil. Uh, and they're also uh, their home op- home openers tonight, which is exciting. It's very exciting. What never, really? No, never. Oh, you should have hooked up with us last never. year. I know. I, I came like three weeks after that. I think. Um, processing, processing, processing. This is annoying, annoying, annoying. I think I think Barrett uh, sucks. Bro, honestly though, but Kyle's looking at um, Julius Randall looked like he's in the best shape of his life. I've never seen him look the way he he's looked. He's pumped. All right, he looks in phenomenal shape. There. All right, guys, we're gonna send you home with this. I uh, hope everybody had a great, great. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy it. Be careful. Be safe. Uh, we'll end with this. Here it comes: the debut of Sawston Powers, the uh, gambler who shattered and, and uh, Doctor Evil, and, <laughs> and, and Doc, it's all here. Here we go. Welcome to my underground lair. It's been 30 years, but I'm back. Just in time to unveil my new plan. This Sunday, we will lay the points in every matchup. We will take only favorites, and no one can stop me.
Oh, behave, baby. Handicapping is about the dogs. It's about finding value in the dogs and free love. Very groovy, baby. It's freaking freezing in here, Mr. Bigglesworth. Do I make you horny, baby? But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.